excited to continue our summer series on leadership lessons and today's topic is leading innovation. We have a very special guest with us, Virgil Hammonds, who serves as the Chief Learning Officer with KnowledgeWorks, is here to talk to us some about innovation. Hey Virgil! Hi Latoya, good to be with you. How are you? Good, thanks for being on the show. Um, you know, I have had the opportunity to um, do some uh, work with you all around innovation and personalized learning and so I'm always excited about talking to other people about what innovation means but even more so I wanted to just get your thoughts on what does leading for innovation mean? Um, I think the, the big part, uh, the big or the key concept that you're referencing there is the leadership part so how do you, in my mind I, the question I would ask myself is how do I help others to lead or to or to be innovators in their own mind. And so how do we empower others to be innovative and take risks and, and approach challenges from from new angles? And um, I think for me, the, 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 uh, it's about establishing that culture that allows for innovation. So yeah, oftentimes we're, we're so busy as leaders managing our, our teams and, and our visions and our organizations that um, we seldom do we give ourselves and our teams the opportunity to really think outside the box and, and to, to establish the culture for, for innovation. So how, how do we help and support our, our teams, our communities to, uh, to pause and think about how we might become more effective, more efficient, not only in support of our, ourselves and our organiza organization, but more importantly for those, uh, for those that we serve. Wow, I think you uh, bring two very uh, important points to surface, um, and one is that being innovative uh, does involve taking some risk, and the second is that there must be a culture present to allow and encourage and empower others to innovate. So. You've seen innovation, I think, in your work uh, in a variety of ways and, and places. Talk to me a little bit about what you think distinguishes leaders of innovation from other leaders in general. Yeah, certainly. I'll continue to build off the, the risk-taking uh, or the culture for risk-taking or, or for innovation. I think that, that has to be intentional and purposeful. Uh, it's not something that happens on accident. And I think those that are leading for innovation are giving their, their teams, their communities, the opportunity to do that and, and establishing those conditions for um, uh, establishing the conditions that allow people to, to, to think differently and to pursue challenges from a variety of, of, of entry points. And uh, that is something that is, is, is hard to, to create. It's not something that comes naturally. Uh, I think as human beings, we inherently want to avoid mistakes. Um, we struggle with putting ourselves in positions where we might experience some uh, some level of failure or greater levels of challenge. And so, and leaders that help create those innovative um, that culture of innovation um, let their teams know, their their learning communities know that this. If we are going to grow, then we have to be able to, to take some risks. Um, they, their communities and their teams have to know that uh, their leader or uh, their facilitator is there to support them and to provide them the, the tools, resources, knowledge, and time to, to be innovative and to think differently. And again, coming back to the very beginning, um, that has to be intentional and purposeful and, and done in design and collaboration with, with the entire team. 
Wow, I, I think you're so right about that. Um, that collaborative piece, engaging the team in that work, I think is so critical. I'm going to um, ask you a question that we didn't necessarily discuss beforehand, but it's something I think about often. You know, Virgil, there's often a gentle tension between um, increased accountability and the need to be innovative in our schools. And so we know that we have to account for uh, how students are learning and to what degree they're learning. But we also know that there are some older methods that just aren't working anymore. They're not best practice. How do we balance accountability and innovation in today's times? Uh, great question, Latoya. I, I, kind of bringing it back to your previous two questions, I, I think um, uh, when we talk about leaders, and in this case, leaders of innovation, uh, oftentimes you people will see a specific title with that term leader. Um, but how school systems and learning communities are, are doing innovation exceptionally well is by actually listening, uh, being listeners first, right? Having a greater understanding of what, what it means to serve the community in which uh, you support. And um, I think the, those that are doing accountability exceptionally well are engaging um, in a very purposeful way their learners, their educators, and their community in understanding what uh, what their their vision for learning uh, might be, but how that vision can come to life for all stakeholders, uh, those directly uh, that we're trying to impact the most being our, our kids, but also what is the impact on, on the community, and then how might we listen so that we're in turn supporting the needs of those educators that are providing those day-to-day on-the-ground supports um, for those that we uh, that we're trying to nurture and care for. So um, coming back to your question, I think accountability is never going to go away, um, and nor should, nor shouldn't. Um, but, um, but we can be much more engaging and thoughtful in how we, uh, how we collect and respond to, to the needs of, of those we're trying to serve. And in my mind, that's by listening first. Thanks. I think that's a, a very important a important point um, to point out that listening is a critical element in, in encouraging innovation. Um, when you think about teaching and learning or in general um, or education in the future, what do you, what's your vision for what that might look like um, in terms of innovation? How might that look differently than it looks today? Certainly. I think we're just starting to tap into the potential of our, um, of our schools and, and our communities that, you know, oftentimes, again, coming back to accountability and innovation, uh, we can't simply think of that of uh, that as in what happens or those learning innovations that happen in our schools. If we're truly going to help meet the needs of each child within the schools um, and within our communities, then we have to think beyond our school walls. So um, if we're listening to the needs of our community, if we're listening to what the, the future state and uh, that we desire to have of our communities or our state, and we have to be purposeful, again, in the engagement of our stakeholders. That includes our learners, that includes our, our parents, um, our, our civic leaders, our state leaders, our community partners, our business leaders. What is it that we want for our kids? And what, how does that help us to achieve what we're trying to accomplish locally on a state level or national level? And then how do we align our structures to, to allow for that vision to become a reality? And that solely cannot be on, the, on these giant, massive, amazing shoulders of our, of our educators. Um, we, have to be, uh, we have to engage and include our community in, in the support of that lift, of that vision. Um, oftentimes, the knowledge which we talk about, the, the transformation of school districts to learning communities, uh, 
And the difference between a school district and a learning community is that a school district is, is working exceptionally hard at trying to meet the uh, unique learning needs of, and, and, and development of particular dispositions and, and, and kids. Where a learning community comes into play is when, when our stakeholders and our partners, both locally and at the state level, are working in concert to make that vision a reality, right? Where our community and our state partners are, are creating learning opportunities for kids. Kids are able to apply learning in and out of the classroom. And us as educators are acknowledging that learning that happens outside the classroom and helping kids to realize how they have achieved mastery of competency in a highly personalized way, not just within our class, but throughout our class. So, um, so for me, I think the, the real potential of what's coming here and what we're starting to see across the country is where, where school systems and, and communities and, and state systems are starting to recognize the power of, the, of collective alignment and that lift and that nurturing of, of every child to uh, maximize, his, maximize his or her potential through that, through that learning community. Absolutely. Um, I've written a, a good bit on my blog about the power of collective efficacy, and I, I think what I hear you saying when you talk about being a, a learning community rather than a school district is that uh, that community is responsive to the needs of those that they serve. And so when you think about uh, innovation in other fields outside of education, uh, I think particularly about some of the technology that I like to use, how responsive those companies are to their users, uh, making sure that things are user-friendly and help them to be more efficient and effective. So I, I think those are some excellent points uh, that you brought up. If you would, uh, Virgil, before you go, where can folks learn more about KnowledgeWorks? And um, tell us your Twitter handle so all of uh, those people on my PLN can, can start following you too. Yeah, absolutely, and thanks for the opportunity. It's a real pleasure and honor to to be on your um, podcast. Just uh, seeing your feed and, and learning from those that you've had on the past has been just a um, a great um, learning opportunity for me. So if I can do that for others, I'm I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Uh, you can learn more about KnowledgeWorks and, and the work we're engaged in across the country at knowledgeworks.org, and I post quite a bit on at Virgil Hammonds on Twitter. All right. Well, without further ado, we were grateful to have you on our summer series. We hope this won't be the last time. Folks, thanks for listening. Please be sure to go on iTunes, leave a review. We want to be sure to bring you the absolute best in podcast for leadership. Until next time, be you, be true, be a hope builder. This is Leadership with LaToya for leaders on the grow.